Thank you for listening to this Podcast One production. Available on Apple Podcasts and Podcast One. It's that little chico pit boom, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide. You already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you could get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. Who watches The Watchmen? We watches The Watchmen. Spoilers coming at you. And this week, we got release dates, we got some runaways, we got really shredded abs. abs. We have a lot to talk about in the comic book related news of the week. <laughs> this is a good week for abs, release dates, and comic fans all around. I'm very excited. This is Collider Heroes episode 336, which mm. is just incredible. Yeah. We are 14 weeks away from an anniversary issue, probably the foil cover. Yep. I imagine they're going to print Somebody's way too many of them. Antarctica. Who? <laughs> Who? Dorian. Dorian Parks is joining us here today. He's going to live stream from Antarctica in 14 weeks maybe, when he's stranded maybe. there. Who knows? Who knows, man? Who knows Who what happened? Thank you guys for having me as always. I love being on this show. Love you guys. You guys are the best hosts ever. So to bring it, whenever you guys bring me back on, I'm always like, no I'm take down. You I'm said down. That on he said best I know. Ever. I know. I'm being really record. nice. I'm being really nice about it. But yeah, I, I do enjoy being here, guys. We appreciate maybe, you. Maybe. Now, speaking of on record, <laughs> uh, I want to thank heroes and villains who have attired us in this beautiful wardrobe we're rocking jackets we are rocking shirts and today's episode is brought to you by the good fil- uh, good hey. villains over there and heroes heroes and villains if you use the code heroes 10 you get 10 percent off and that usually stacks so if they've got other sales going on throw that in there boom hella savings it's the holidays save that money all right so Hashtag this week Dickie. we are going to Finish up our Watchmen coverage until we inevitably talk about it for the next decade. Yeah, but there's no way we're going to not keep talking about it I mean, it's coverage. Now, this is going to be a full spoiler situation because it's probably already been spoiled for you on the internet. I want to talk about it and the holidays are coming. I don't want to wait till January. I want to dive into Watchmen. Yeah. So, spoilers. Just, just, you've been warned. Guys. Bro. <laughs> we got Dr. Manhattan all the way. Like, all the damn way. Like, we had an episode that dealt with time chronology that was so well-written and so tight, and then they stuck the landing in the next episode that actually made the entire season better, much like the ending made the Watchmen comic better, because there are so many eggs in the show. Mm-hmm. If you look at the friggin' show, the, the opening smiley faces eggs, when obviously when he says watch the eggs, but also in that scene on the farm when True visits them, she drops eggs all over, like... 
I can't even begin to. Guys, they made Easter eggs eggs. <laughs> Bro, I, I I genuinely gotta say this is one of my favorite TV. I think you you've been saying praising it all year, but this is genuinely one of my favorite TV shows of not just this year, but of the decade. It is so goddamn good. Like every episode. Speaking of the 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 time chronological episode, that blew my goddamn mind. Like I was sit, sitting there by myself in my apartment, just like how like what's going on? Like and and at, once you understand like the whole like how he was telling the story beautiful storytelling it was just ridiculous i don't understand how they did that but just props to you guys like take all my money like i, I don't even care man that, the next episode, that was a, one of the most beautiful episodes i've ever seen in my life you see it controlled in that episode and then the next episode you see it out of control and he's literally reading lines from the comic he's sitting oh, in that when, when he's talking and yeah. he's talking about afghanistan yeah. from the comic when he's saying like those are speech bubbles dr manhattan says in the book so he's out of time so episode eight control episode nine out of control just the symmetry like it, i know we're and we're, i know we're gonna sorry Amy, i know we're, gonna, we're, uh, <laughs> we're getting, we're, we're, we're getting I waited my whole life to talk with everyone in the world about watchmen and it's finally happening to a greater like you i didn't think okay watchmen is legendary it made the top 100 novels of ever like it's been it's famously as close to a breakout hit as comics is going to have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I didn't think I could replicate that experience. Uh, and I'm very happy. You just talk. Oh, no. I, I <laughs> Just like just another moment from the, the very finale, like the, the very end when he when she was like, where are you now? And he was like, I'm in every I'm in all of our moments. I was like, oh, no, oh, if bro. you didn't cry, that, oh, you didn't that, that actually got a tear in my eye. I was like that just and shout out to Yaya. He's just an incredible <sighs> actor. But that that whole moment, that was just and storytelling. Beautiful. Every God episode damn. has a different feel. Yeah. When you look at the show, like you were talking about on Twitter, the mirror of Looking Glass being I'm episode not over five. It I will never be over it. So you've got the mirror on the four and four, but you've also got episode six, which is so beautiful and in black and white, and it's almost its own movie. And then you've got episode five, which is all about an origin story of a character that has a very specific vibe. And then like eight and nine dealing with time in such different ways. And then the the, the amount of detail they put, like when they had him in the bikini, like the Watchmen, <laughs> like when when they had the the hide a dong out, outfit on, like that was just like there's so much comicness and it got more comicky because the more you delved into the world the more you felt like you were welcome to have those weird choices i'd say this is my favorite show of the year mm. easy but it also might be my favorite comic book show ever i will say okay i uh i'm i'm so happy and relieved i i, I think the, the filmmakers will understand us saying that because we were all super nervous i'm really happy and relieved that the show is so good uh, and so memorable and and uh, and does stick the landing. I wish we'd had 12. Yeah. yeah. I don't necessarily want more seasons of this because I like the ending so much, um, but I could have used, like, some more time with Lady True and maybe, like, a flashback app for her mom. Um, but <laughs> Lady True, the daughter of... Oh, my God, uh, moment. I just... They, it made me want even more of the things they gave us. Uh, there are spaces I would have loved to see. Like, I know we didn't necessarily need them, but like scenes of uh, because Angela and John's love story is such the heart of this. I, I, the, the flashback episode was so amazing, but I want to see more of like, what did it look like when he first had amnesia? How did you navigate that? How did you know he was going to grow into a person that you would fall back in love with? How did this all work? But like, that that hunger for like I I I would have loved even more is because I'm so happy with what we got the the music choices that I'm now going down like an obsessive rabbit hole with uh, they they did several things that I love they subverted love songs in some places and in like switched it up in others uh they took some enchanted evening one of the all-time great romantic songs and they made it about the lingering effects of trauma 
uh, which was truly incredible. Uh, you will hear her, the sound of her laughing will ring in your dreams is now a creepy line, mm-hmm. uh, which is incredible. They did the same thing with uh, Smoke Gets in Your Eyes, which is mm. another of my, again, all-time favorite songs. And it's about the death of a love affair, except now it's about the death of someone's love of justice. <laughs> and that's amazing. And then when they finally did their Love Story episode, they used... A Doris Day song basically no one remembers because when they finally were like, and now time for the big romance song, we're going to take something you didn't think of and turn it into your new favorite symbol of romance. There's so much care and thoughtfulness and reverence and surprise. We got Angela Abar is now in the canon as one of the all-time great characters for me. And we got that. We got that this year. And they turned around and did justice to my Lori, uh, who I love from the original very much, with what I didn't realize until this year was a very fierce personal connection. Um, it, surprise! I really love that character, and I'm so happy about so much of what they did this year. This, that, this is maybe too much I, I, talking no. about Watchmen, no, no, no. but I can't stop. I, I say, want four hours here. Like, this would be what I would do the rest of the day. I gotta say, like, I've watched you guys, a, a lot of episodes of you guys, but this is probably one of the most excited I, I gotta say I've ever seen you talking about, talking <laughs> about they, something. They adapted the unadaptable and they made a sequel to something that shouldn't have had a sequel and they made the original better by doing all of that the fact that ramsey's 2 was the password shouldn't be the coolest thing ever but the fact that i was like it's the thing from the like when you use comic book lore correctly Mm -hmm. it reinvigorates your love of two mediums like now i love the graphic novel more and i love the show and this was the most like don't ever touch it like it's a perfect adaptation and it only improves on the entire mythology for people that have never read it like you're gonna get a whole new read you're supposed to be. I gotta borrow your books, bro. You're supposed to be letting me see them. It's, it's real good. We're, we got another. Like, we gotta get on the watch. I can't train. wait. I'm very curious to know what it's gonna be like for people who start with this going yeah. to the the book itself. Which I mean, in in some senses, like it's part of why I'm, I I want more time for the show is that the book has time to do so much uh, because it's a novel. Uh, yeah. But. Yeah, we will be continuing to talk about this for the rest of our lives. I, I just want to thank anyone that was involved ever. Uh, it's it's damn near perfect. But someone that was involved very directly, and I went comic book shopping. <gasps> I took Yaya Abdul-Mateen II of Watchmen and Aquaman fame and Yale graduate, Berkeley graduate in the greatest. The dude is incredible. We went comic book shopping. It was one of my favorite episodes. Check it out. Welcome to Comic Book Shopping. We are here at Golden Apple Comics in the heart of Hollywood. I am here with Yaya Abdul-Mateen II. There we go. That's right, Black Manta and, spoilers for later, a character in Watchmen. They don't know what's coming, and then boom. And I'm learning right now, by the way. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. this is a lesson. It sounds like The Matrix. Yeah, I mean, it does. It does, doesn't it? Now, I haven't seen the last episode yet, Uh so this whole thing has been like me dancing around knowing what happens, but will he spoil it in the episode? Probably not. But first, let's get some comics, man. Let's Let's do some shopping. Let's do it. Yaya is absolutely incredible. Once again, that episode was so much fun to film. I, I really, if you haven't seen a single one of those, this is the one to start on. There's so many books in there that I've been saving for the right guest. 
absolutely the move. And we're not done with Watchmen yet. Dorian? Oh, bro. Okay. We just kept talking about it. We just kept talking about it off screen. But I thought it was so cool. Like, uh, And I saw a note about it on just social media online, like how the, the Will character, the old man character, his his family was originally torn apart at the beginning mm-hmm. in front of that theater. And then it, the show ended with them walking out. Or not not the show in whole, but the show. Um, not What am I trying to say? The story. The, the story, yeah. The story like, resolved yeah. itself like with them walking out of the theater but their family's back united like she has a family he's back with his family it's so fucking it good storytelling she's incredibly beautiful one of my favorite that. one of my favorite bits is we were talking episode one about the the superman mythology and then it evolved and then it kept evolving and the the a bar the the uh, god walks into a bar there's a 70s <laughs> black exploitation film a bar the black the first mm. black superman and then i didn't because of all the detail because of all the nuanced ones i didn't put together cow L? Like, I didn't, the most obvious one I didn't see until I was talking to Yaya. Wait. His name's Cal. Bro. The whole time. Dude, right? <laughs> because I was looking deep, I didn't see the ones right on the surface. Like, the show, I'll watch it 20 times and still find new stuff. Uh, check out Giant Size. Oh, this. I, 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 no, I'm just getting distracted with more Watchmen. Giant, Giant Size, Giant this size. Thursday, where Amy will finish her thought. Yep. I will finish mine. Dorian will run in, talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and you know Watchmen. It's going to be real will. good. Uh, but yeah, check out Thursday. We're going to dive deeper into Watchmen. We'll be talking about it for the rest of time and on this show. Uh, I'm very excited. But we've got some comics this week in the pull list. New books, every new book in the world this week. It is all <laughs> of the holiday books at once, starting with... I can't believe it's ending. Batman number 85 is the conclusion of Tom King's incredible run on bats. Uh, to be followed by our, our boy James Tynan, who is a lovely, lovely man and very talented. But this is the end of that journey. And today, something new begins. I have been dying for this book to come out. A black label book with Wonder Woman, a cool post-apocalyptic monster fighting adventure written and drawn by Daniel Warren Johnson, uh, an indie like star on the rise. Uh, I'm so excited this book exists, y'all. I love me some DC Black Label, and Harleen does not disappoint. Every Harley book right now is really incredible. <laughs> this week's is Harleen. Check it out. It is only three issues in. I'm loving this whole line. And the next part of one of my favorite stories of this year comes out this week. It is Superman Smashes the Clan, number two, based on the 40s radio serial and just truly wonderful to read. I have a soft spot for photo covers. I have a soft spot for Gwenpool. Gwenpool with a photo cover with Gwenpool Strikes Back, number five, is definitely on my list. It was a very hard list to make because there are actively 42 books I'm excited to read this week. Actually, 42. That's not a made-up number. Gwenpool Strikes Back. Uh, Leah Williams is writing the hell out of Gwenpool. Pool. That book is the most meta thing ever, so having a cosplayer in costume on the cover is just the beginning of the journey you'll take in that book. If you've never read Gwenpool, check out this miniseries. It's very accessible. It's very weird. It's delightful. And I believe you had one more that gets an honorable mention. This honorable way. mention. At long last, timing out with the end of Watchmen is Doomsday Clock number 12. That's right, the end of this run that's been going for like five years. It concludes this week. I'm really curious to see how they land it. Uh, they're teasing that Dr. Manhattan was wrong and that time does end. I'm very curious, and I'm definitely in a Watchmen headspace. But can we also talk about how funny it is that the finale of Watchmen hits the same week Doomsday Clock finally hits, and it turns out the book most directly tied into it is Superman Smashes the Clan? Yeah, there's a, there's a lot going on, like <laughs> synchronicity over yeah. there. Synergy, it's, uh, yeah. baby. Well, oh, also, you, you know, I'm, I've been reading some new books. You know what? You know what I got? A. Oh, yay. 
long Thank last. You. Yeah, at long last. I've been asking Amy for these for a couple months now, but she finally came through. She surprised me, holiday Christmas miracle, and, and, and brought me some Miss Marvel and some She-Hulk to get into before their Disney Plus series. So I've been diving into that. But I just want to say thank you again, Amy, for hey, hooking me no up because she's going to be supplying me with more and more, and we're going to going to get on this comic book train, and then Koi's going to give me some of those Watchmen yeah. comics, and then we're all going to get this. Bread. Dude, I have an original. I have a first print graphic novel Watchmen, so if I leave, I get to like it, and okay, it actually says you, Alan Moore in it instead oh, of the the original writer. Okay. Like it's an OG seventies print or a what, what was it? anyway. It's yeah, an old late eighties. Uh, uh, now that is the poll list for the week. Now the second round of stories. There's a lot. So we're going to kind of piece it together for you. First of all, we got to say we finally have release dates for two much-awaited comic book properties coming into D.C. We've got a release date for Flash. Flash! Flash movies happening! Mm. July 1st, 2022. But before that, we get Shazam on April Fool's Day. Mm. I'm really excited. April 1st, 2022. So two comic book properties out of D.C. within what? That's like three months? I think add, so, yeah. Adding those to the slate. I think there's there's at least one that's scheduled for later that year, and I believe they will be coming off of, I want to say they'll be coming off of Black Adam. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yeah, because the Black Adam, it's only a four-month jump between the two, because the uh, Black Adam comes out around Christmas, and then four months later we get that, and then three months later we get freaking Flash. It's yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll believe it when I see Andy Muschietti on set with Ezra Miller taking a like. I want to see a behind the scenes photo. That's when I will actually believe this is starting. Until, I think you'll see one of those people on set. until I until I see somebody <laughs> on set saying, "All right, day one of Flash." Like here's 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 a set photo. I will not believe anything. So that's we where have I'm talked at a lot that. of times about like that we need different shades of green to talk about whether things are happening. Um, but that green just got a little brighter for Flash. It, I'd say this is like an avocado green. It's still muddled. It's still dark but it can ripen <laughs> i would like to see a flash movie please ripen the green light so i can experience flash on the big screen i love the character please i'm just interested to see what like if they do you think they'll keep that shazam 2 release date like being so or do you think they'll move spider-verse like, i think black adam is a one-two punch leading up to shazam so okay. i think it might move sooner sooner right it'll, it'll okay. run towards us than than spider-man like i think spider-man's gonna hold that april 7 but i think i think we might get shazam a little sooner to get it closer to black adam I'm not, yeah. I'm not worried about spider-verse and shazam 2 being close together i don't know if that's foolish but for me the animated movie market and the live action movie market uh we are seeing both of them but yeah. the groups that you're trying to get into those movies are in some ways pretty different mm. like shazam is like get those teens in and spider-verse is gonna be like a family movie that we all go to because we're us like i i don't know i guess you want teens to be excited about both but i feel like those things just by being so like being literally in different media uh are not going to be as so much in conflict mm. i feel like they're both younger skewing though like shazam's a family film in yeah. the superhero genre that's true and then spider-man is going to do i think bigger numbers than spider-verse one because everyone knows oh, yeah. it's the best spider-man movie we've ever had so it i is. feel like those things combined i think there's i think if this was shazam one and spider-verse one less competition but since it's shazam two and spider-verse two there is going to be more butting heads mm. okay and so, I th- and also i'm glad or I'm, i think it will be a smarter move to like you said move shazam closer for further away just because like spider-verse they got a whole another two years to just use that first movie to mm-hmm. plug it i mean you could do the same thing with shazam but with you got uh spider-verse on netflix and stuff like that that's going to be there for a while and people who haven't seen spider-verse are now coming into the family like it's going to they and have a, they have a long time to mark that and, and ride the wave of of getting new fans so. both those are confident release dates spider-verse came out around christmas and mm-hmm. it did gangbusters and was in theaters forever and then this is coming out right before summer so they're both very like this is important this is this is everything but i think with the black adam alley-oop i'd move it to march uh, and I also like I really I hope this is the flash release date. I, we, we haven't really talked about flash, but I really think that 
they need to move forward if they're if they're going to have any sort of shared universe. This is the, they need to keep this line. Like, okay, quick question though. Uh, Spider Verse had one of the best soundtracks of all time, mm-hmm. including, of course, very memorably, the Christmas album. Yes, implied mm-hmm. uh, by the one song that we got from it. It came out of Christmas. It had a Christmas album. What does it need to have in April? Uh, Sean Paul. <laughs> what's what's like? Who's like a summer sound right who's now? Who's an April oh. music choice? We throw some Kendrick Lamar in there. Ken, uh, well, he was in the first. Uh, I mean, he, you can have him again. I mean, Kendrick's never <laughs> never okay, bad what's, thing. What's a, okay, what's a what's a new artist? What's like a summer sound? What's a, yeah? What's a Childish sound? is a real summer sound. Ooh, that, like Childish has okay. three summer singles. Let's give him, let's put him, let's throw him in the mix. I there. think Gambino like I deserves we, that yeah, title. Give him, give, give Gambino. Like, it, would, it would make sense. Come on, it's Gambino. The character's based off of. All right, so Childish. Yeah, we'll have Gambino on. Done, done and done. My Spotify this year was so funny because I kept seeing genres and artist names that I was like, who even is that? And eventually I was like, oh, it's because I listened to Spider-Verse all year. Um, and that was apparently, I was just like, I'm a huge fan of this name, I guess. So you got to teach me because apparently it was my thing. Dorian and I will team we up. Got we, got, you. we got You share comics with Dorian, we'll share music with you. Perfect. And I'll be excited to be sharing. I think the number one song on my, this is unrelated, but the number one song on my Spotify was um, Zach Fox's uh, I Got Depression. Have you heard that song? Jesus, <laughs> Jesus is the one. No. Look it up if you haven't. It's the funniest song ever. Like, yeah, We'll listen to it after. You'll, I can't you'll, believe it's not Horses in the Back. <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's number three or four. But, okay. It's right there. But Zach's, Zach, Zach Fox's song. Y'all, y'all enjoy now speaking of it. dope soundtracks yes runaways oh my yeah. god now runaways is our first family here at clatter heroes we love our runaways <laughs> it is a very important show this is unfortunately its last season it is right now bingeable you can watch all of runaways season three and this season has morgan lefay mm. in addition mm. to the 48 cast members we love elizabeth hurry but yes that whole <laughs> the whole season three because i've already seen season three i like i binge it this past weekend not going to spoil anything but i genuinely was so hurt that that they got canceled, especially like you, they got canceled and they dropped season three. But you could see during season three that they were laying the groundwork for bigger and better plans. Like they they put their foot into the seasons, like all the budget, all the FX budget. They were like, all right, we're going hard. So this I was so proud of the season, see, proud of the cast, pr- proud of the, the showrunners, proud of the writers. Like they they really stepped up their game. Like season one, season two were great, in my opinion. But season three, just a whole nother level. Like it, And the season finale is like I don't want to compare it to like Endgame, but it has like t- t- type of feel to it. But it was just ridiculous, and I hope that they utilize it. It doesn't have to be the same show, but I hope they utilize the cast of the show, especially the kids, the kids mm. from Runaways and the kids from Cloak and Dagger, because that's they, they're great actors, great talent, and you have these these iconic comic book heroes on screen, even though it's not the big screen. I just hope they're not, not recast or rebooted. Like bring them into the Disney Plus series or something. But what I think is interesting is I I always worry that's never going to happen with Netflix because that's a different like run. But right. ABC is owned by Disney, and that like Disney Channel always uses the same kids. Like Disney Channel is always like, let's make Brink seven. They cast the kids from Brink One, but like I, I feel like there's more of a chance here because yeah. it's an ABC family situation. ABC into Hulu, Hulu into Disney Plus. I'm not saying it's going to happen, but I'm saying maybe. Bro, they got you got Agent Shield, you got Copenhagen, you got Runaways. Just put them all in like one little <laughs> mega show and just let them have their own u- little universe. I love you. By the way, get Agent Shield. Yeah, I know. AOS also has plugging Agent Shield, but that's yeah. I'm spacing out my my Runaway season three, but it was funny just sitting down to watch the the first episode this week of of season three of Runaways. Just how happy I am to see everyone because the the performers are so great. They're having such a good time. Uh, I love these characters and and all of it so much. Uh, so and uh, side note, if you have been like many people looking for the gay characters in the MCU, they're here. They're in the TV stuff. Uh, and it, I'm just 
I'm going to miss them very much. So I'm going to make it last. It's not a it's not a miss. It's just a we'll see you later. I'm putting it out into the universe. We'll see them later. I, I have a good feeling. We'll, we'll see them eventually, hopefully. Don't And the crossover episode, because I know it was a tease, no spoiler, but the Cloak and Dagger Runaways crossover episode that we got in this current season, fire, bro. Like they, <laughs> It wasn't just like a little tease, like they're in it for five minutes. They're in it for the whole episode. And it they what their impact into the show like left lasting impact for the rest of the season, which now, was, I thought was cool. Dorian's seen the whole thing. Amy and I are taking our time with it because it, it, as of now, it is our last time with yeah. this family we love very dearly. So we're probably going to be doing a spoiler review in the new year, probably after we're doing like a year in review. We're doing a decade. We're looking ahead. So in January, expect us to dive into Runaways because that show, it's it's ours. Uh, we want to share all that with you. But I, I'm going to miss him. So I'm going to take my time in this binge. I'm going to pretend it's Watchmen and week to week it a little. See, I was going to, I wasn't planning on like binging it. I was planning on spacing now. But once you get past the, the, once you get past the second episode, you're like, all right. Damn, they, they really ended it on that note. I got to see what happens next. So it just you get into ready. like a spiral, a downward spiral of like you got to keep watching it. So third news story in this section is a little different. I put this in last minute, didn't really prep you guys all that much, but this is is weirdly near and dear to my heart, and I usually don't get on my soapboxes, but I'm gonna get on a soapbox. soapbox. And this is soapbox. a visual. Otherwise, I'd put it on giant size. Look at this man. <laughs> all right. Kamel Nanjiani is one of the funniest dudes working. He is brilliant. He is very, very shredded right now. Now, the, the reason this made the cut, the reason this isn't giant size, the reason this has to be in here is because he trained for a year to get in that shape. I have seen body shaming. I have seen steroid commentary. I've seen all sorts of negativity. And I feel like people talk about body shaming when it comes to uh, overweight or, or underweight or all these things, but body shaming exists for super fitness too. So I think that it's unfair to someone to work really, really hard to get their body. And then people be like, you're on steroids, all these things. Steroids make your skin bad. They make you puffy in a certain way. Those are not steroid gains, bro. Plus he doesn't look like a UFC fighter because he's working out glamour muscles. You don't need big pecs to punch. You need big pecs to be in a Marvel movie. So his style of working out is, I don't think he did steroids. And I think Kamel Nanjani needs to be commended for putting in a year's worth of hardcore effort. And I loved his Instagram post because it said he couldn't have done it without a team, couldn't have done it without nutritionists, couldn't have done it without that Marvel money. The guy literally is like, this is an unattainable goal. Please just work out, do your thing. And I just wanted to, I hate seeing someone work their butt off and get crapped on. So Kamel Nanjani, congratulations, dude. And congrats to Emily too, because... It feels like a collider, collider athletes. That was my PSA moment. I As a nerd, bro, it's collider, very rare. Collider I can do athletics this. over here. I appreciate <laughs> it. One but. of those where I'm just like, Coy, I don't know. What am I looking at? How did that work? Uh, I did think, and I've, I've seen a, a lot of, I think, very justified praise for the fact that when he decided to post these pictures, he was like, I'm not doing it without this disclaimer <laughs> that this is not just, he did not wake up like this. Nope. Uh, also, it's a well lit like photo. It's a well shaped photo. He was perfectly pumped up for the shot. He's definitely dehydrated because of the vascularity in his arms. Is that He's, healthy? No. Well, none of that's upsetting. Being looking good isn't healthy. Oh, don't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like a, the superhero Hollywood physique is everybody. generally healthy. Like a superhero physique, you don't walk around like that. He walks around probably five to seven pounds heavier. He walks around probably a little more like fleshed out. You don't like when you cut for UFC or a fight, you are emaciated. When you get in shape for these photos, you're pumped up. Hemsworth's doing push-ups offside and then getting up. Like you don't live that way. So like that's an unhealthy moment in time, but you don't you don't operate in that facility. See, when I saw these photos, I was like, damn, I actually am doing the wrong Marvel workout because I apparently I was doing the teen Groot workout. <laughs> so I've got I've got I've got that body going on right now. I got it look like Groot. 
But now I gotta go. Gotta I gotta get yeah, eternal's, eternal's workout. So the next that will be the next routine I start on because I'm I, I've got I've mastered the, the team. Mastered the I've team mastered group. team group. <laughs> I've I've got to move on to the next one. But I, I think fitness is really important, and I think looking how you want to look is important. But I do think I love that his perspective on this is an unattainable goal. He put those caveats in. Kamel isn't even walking around looking like that. That's a photo shoot, uh, mm. and it's also really hard to have perspective on that if that's not your world. So I, I just like he got a lot of crap this week, and also that means Eternals is like. Yo, if Kamel did Johnny looks like that in Eternals, like that to me was just like, oh, Eternals up their game because the, like one of the funniest comedians out there is like, by the way, about to kill some people. Dude, I will ready. say Simulu also uh, cracked me up yeah. with his predict. Go look up his response if you haven't seen it yet. Uh, but yeah, I am team. Everybody, take care of yourselves and let's try not to set super unhealthy standards. But it sounds like. To the extent that it is possible to do this right, he did it right. Yeah, he had, he had and a team I'm and nutritionist and stuff. And then, once again, the caveats of this is not like general walking around weight. That's not a thing you're going to do. If you're in a Marvel movie, you got that Marvel team. And Marvel, if you want to open open a gym, like me and Iffy, we're going to, we got we got some ideas. We got, we got <laughs> some. right away, friend of the show, and also just unreasonably buff. I run at him every Tuesday in between shows, in between movie talk and heroes. I go to the gym. Iffy's always there. So we already got a little Marvel conversation lift. I'm just saying. Uh, so I, I think it's been a crazy week. Uh, anything? you want to say before the holiday man no dude just watch it no i'm just kidding but, uh, <laughs> no dude, uh, thank you guys for having me on again i always love coming back and talking with you guys i learned so much from you your enthusiasm just passes on to me and it's just like we're all in this together so thank you guys for having me watch uh actually i wasn't gonna watch runaways that give that a, give that show a chance if you haven't i definitely would recommend it. it's one of my favorite shows right now so yeah hell yeah well, i'm gonna go get my dr manhattan on check out comic book shopping yeah yeah is absolutely incredible and until next week Stay, Stay sweaty. sweaty. It's that little Chico Pitbull, Mr. 305, but it said Mr. Worldwide, and you already know what it is. Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Subscribe today. Now, part of the things that we're doing over here at negative to positive is encouraging people to change their lives, change the things that are within their power. I want to thank our good friends at KFC for helping me bring this to you. Feed your whole crew with KFC. Let's go. I can get the KFC bucket of chicken and you know, that's fire. Now, Bobo, you know that you can get that mac and cheese, that mashed potato, gravy, those biscuits. Now, that's that's trouble right there. That is fire right there. You know, on negative to positive, we're always talking about striving and achievement. And, and the Colonel Sanders story is, is a story that inspired me since I was 10 years old. Look how our life comes full circle. Now I'm talking about Colonel Sanders and Kentucky Fried Chicken and how much I love it. <laughs> Listen to my new podcast from negative to positive. Check out the vodcast. Subscribe today. Apple Podcast. Podcast One. Spotify. I have been fed, that's a fact. I have been fed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's Power Cash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, figgins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA.